Hello and welcome to another episode of the Bonus Points Podcast. I'm Jamie Philby and once again I'm joined by Alan Farrow. Hello guys. As always, we'll preview a rather lengthy looking schedule of Premier League fixtures, reflect on how our fantasy teams fared this week and discuss our five-a-side picks. First, let's remind ourselves of the weekend's results. Stuart Dallas scored an injury-time winner for 10-man Leeds United against the champions-elect Manchester City at the Etihad Stadium as Marcelo Bielsa's side won 2-1. Manchester United extended their unbeaten Premier League away run to 23 games thanks to yet again another second-half comeback. The Red Devils triumphed 3-1 against Tottenham Hotspur. Jesse Lingard scored twice and grabbed all the headlines once again in Tottenham's 3-2 win against Leicester City at the London Stadium. Goals from Christian Pulisic, Kurt Zuma and the informed Kai Havertz ensured Chelsea eased to a 4-1 victory against Crystal Palace at Selhurst Park. Liverpool won a league match at Anfield for the first time since December after a Trent Alexander-Arnold scored in stoppage time, giving the Reds a 2-1 win against Aston Villa. West Brom secured back-to-back league wins thanks to a 3-0 victory against a lacklustre Southampton side at the Hawthorns on Monday night. Fulham's attacking problems were on show once more. The Cottages lost for the fourth consecutive game as Adama Traore scored his first goal of the season, giving Wolves a 1-0 win. Arsenal cruised to a 3-0 victory at Sheffield United. The Blades' relegation to the Championship will be confirmed this weekend should they lose at Wolves and Newcastle United avoid defeat. The Geordies came back from a goal down to beat Burnley at Turf Moor thanks to a second-half substitute Alan Saint-Maximum who set up and scored in that one. Finally, Brighton and Everton played out a boring 0-0 draw on the south coast. The result leaves the Toffees seven points off the top four with seven games remaining. So, Alan, how many points did you score this week? Well, we'll get to that in a minute, but yeah, it was an awful, awful game week. And unfortunately, I dropped out the top 10k after being there for seven game weeks. Yeah, it was my own fault, though, because... I gambled. I didn't. I didn't really like Salah's fixture against Aston Villa and also Iheanacho against West Ham. I, I wanted to bring them in, but I, I brought them in this for this game week coming up. So I kind of gambled against them not returning last game week, and yeah, that that didn't work out for me. And I brought in Ings for a one week captaincy punt, and in hindsight, that was an awful idea, and <laughs> it's probably the worst mistake I've made this season on FPL. But oh well. So. Altogether, it was 32 points, but because I took a minus four, that's 28 altogether. Sanchez got me a clean sheet. Son scored. Bamford got an assist. They were the only returners. And I dropped from 6K to 18K. So, yeah, not oh, ideal. But Yeah, heavy one, that one. Yeah. Next week, I'm, I'm happy with my team. So, we're just hopefully I can recuperate the lost round. But, yeah, how did you get on, Philby? Um, yeah, so <laughs> you won't be surprised once again. I've got a red arrow. <laughs> I scored 38 points in total on the average, 41. Obviously, I transferred in Mendy a couple of weeks back. Yeah, again, he couldn't keep a clean sheet despite Chelsea winning. That was the only um, shot on target, wasn't it? Palace's only yeah, shot on target. <laughs> so, so frustrating. It's typical, mate. Yeah, typical Palace, and it has to be Ben Tech. Yeah, I know, you man. Know. Yeah. He always seems to come up and, and score those types of goals. <laughs> But yeah, and then I obviously I had Matt Lawson, John Stones, Wesley Fofana, Gundawan, Kane, and Fernandez all scored two points or less. So that's over half my team, you know, getting under two points. Yeah. Not good at all, really. And then obviously a captain Salah, he got ten points, so it was fourteen in total, which was I guess kind of the only really saving grace. And then Son, he managed to score, I think it was his first goal in fourteen games. 
against United. So he got his seven points. Yeah. And then Patrick Bamford and Suchek uh, both registered assists. And then so they scored a mammoth four points each. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty disappointing week, to be fair. I think, um, I don't know, obviously I was still really um, looking my team and whatnot every match day but I just kind of yeah. half losing interest as well at the same time like, yeah, I don't know what, what's happened like I think it's since about match day 24 I've just had red arrow I think I've had one green arrow in the last like eight weeks <laughs> it's been yeah. crazy I'm think, down to 1.3 million now <laughs> yeah I think um, for me I think I'm losing interest not because <clears throat> of like doing badly but just because now like we're coming out of lockdown there's more stuff to do so I'm not just like I'm not I don't have to just watch football all the time to do something there's actually like I can go out and do other stuff so I think that might be one of the reasons I've lost interest because like usually I watch the highlights of all the games that happened over the weekend but I missed a few of them like I didn't see the highlights for the Arsenal Sheffield United the Wolves yeah. um who did Wolves play Wolves Fulham and the two Monday mm-hmm. games I didn't even watch the highlights for them like actually I watched a bit of the Southampton West Brom game the first half before I had to go out and yeah they were awful and it annoyed me that I captained things when I was watching them, but yeah. So no, but the thing is, Alan, like you can, I guess it was a yeah. In hindsight, it's probably not the best decision. But like conversely, if things had scored a brace, yeah, which yeah, of course, you could yeah. have so easily done. West Brom conceded the most home goals this season. Yeah, then you no, would have yeah. gone up. It, it, it did make okay. like it wasn't the stupidest thing, but also like yeah. I think because I wasn't chasing the pack, I was already in the ten k. There was no need for me to. Mm. To, to take such a risk whereas yeah because one of my options was to bring in Salah and Ihenacho that game week and like yeah it would have been a minus four and I would have captain Salah but I would have maybe not got a green arrow because of not having Lingard but I definitely wouldn't have fell out in top 10k but yeah, yeah. now I've but annoyingly like I bought them in because I was scared I was going to get uh, wouldn't be able to bring them in because of the price rises so I bought them in literally as soon as a deadline passed on Saturday or was it no Friday? Sorry, the deadline was on Friday, wasn't it? So I didn't even yeah. see if they performed or not. I just brought them in, both Salah and Hernacho, because I knew I wanted them. And yeah, they both went on to score, which was annoying. Yeah. But that's oh just, well. That's how it's going for us, really, at the minute, isn't it? It's yeah. All, all round. I, I'll tell you what it is, mate. I think it's honestly because of Jesse Lingard. I swear to yeah. God, like, yeah. he's cost me so yeah. much, so many points. Yeah. I wish I bought him in. It's too late now. I've got to Yeah. Yeah. One of the reasons why I'm ranked so highly is because I've been I've done well at choosing when to bring in and when to get rid of players. Like I I knew when to bring in Calvert Lewin when he started scoring those goals at the start of the season. I knew when to take mm. him out, or I didn't know, but like I guessed and it worked yeah. out well. And I that's pr- probably the main reason why I'm so high in the in the ranks. But yeah, now is Lingard's probably the, and with Gundogan as well. We both did you bring him in as well around? Yeah, we both bought him in yeah. about, around the same time, I yeah, remember. Just just before like everyone decided to bring him in like two game weeks later. So Yeah. Yeah, I th- I think if I remember rightly, you had him the week a week before me. You bought him in against I wanna Brom. say it was West Brom. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah and then yeah. I bought him in the week the week after and then he didn't do anything. He got three points at home to Sheffield. Yeah, Knight, Sheffield. And then he <laughs> yeah, scored against yeah, I Burnley away. I remember. So yeah, that's why I've done so well. That's why I'm so high up in the ranks is just picking up the players when they're just hitting form and not so many mm. people have them and then getting rid of players when uh, they're out of form. But yeah, with Lingard, I, yeah, I completely missed that boat. So it is yeah, what it is. It cost us because a lot of, uh, yeah. especially in your position, uh, pretty much everyone in the 10K hey, will think, have Lingard. I think 70% <laughs> of players in the top 10K had him last week. So uh, yeah. yeah. He's he, cost us, hasn't he? Blimey, yeah, Jesse. He, yeah, he bloody well has. And he's got Newcastle. 
doesn't he, on mm. the weekend, which I, I'm not bringing him in because I can't really. And yeah, yeah. I, I'm scared he's going to haul in that as well. But the thing is, he's like, with Calvert-Lewin, when he was scoring goals at the start of the season, he was, and when he was on like a purple patch, basically, he was getting into like goal scoring positions where he was always going to score. But whereas with Lingard, he's not really, yeah, he's scoring long range goals and stuff like that. So there's definitely a chance that he regresses. Because yeah, like, for sure. The goal against Wolves, he ran up the whole pitch. They weren't even trying to tackle him. It was a, it was a nice goal, of course, because he runs half the pitch. But they made it so easy for him. The Wolves defenders, like no one even tried to. They were all just backing mm. off him. So I think yeah. I'm hoping I'm going to tell myself that he will regress and not bringing him in is a good idea. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if if I had a wild card, I'd oh yeah, I'd bring him in. Used it away, when yeah. he when he when he started firing. I mean, yeah, yeah. His goal. I don't know if you saw it, mate, but his. His, I think it was his first goal against Leicester. It was unbelievable. Like, he kind of just he curves yeah, it around yeah, the defender like, and it hits it into the ground. Like, he yeah. meant that 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah he goal. meant that. But like those goals, you're not going to be scoring every yeah. time. So. Of course. Yeah, that's what I was just trying to like emphasize is the fact that the fact he's scoring that, that those types of goals just shows like he's in a purple patch and he, he surely can't keep up the remaining, what, seven games of the season. You wouldn't um, think so. Because yeah. that'd, be, that'd be half a season playing like the, the player in the league yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that is crazy, yeah. yeah. He's never done that in his career. Yeah, really. so he's got his expected goals, his non-penalty expected goals because he took a penalty, didn't he? Did he score yeah. that penalty? Or did it get saved and then he got the rebound? Yeah, he missed it and then he scored the rebound. Yeah, yeah. So his non-penalty expected goals is 2.8 and he's got nine goals. So <laughs> yeah, that just wow. tells you that. He's yeah. really outperforming. Proofs in the pudding. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah. Anyway, um, I thought I'd ask you about transfers. You know, yeah. just to, to be talking about Lingard. So, who have you bought in? Or yeah. So, as I said in? earlier, Salah and Hinacho, I did that before, okay. literally straight after the deadline, before yeah. I even saw that they would score. But they were always on my mind. But like I said, mm. the reason why I didn't bring them in the game week before is because I, I just kind of didn't, I didn't fancy them against uh, West Ham and Villa, and obviously that was a mistake, and I should have fancied them and. Should have brought them in, yep. but it is what it is. Who did you bring in, Philby? Uh, so I've gone uh, quite contrarian again, mate, okay, to nice. be honest with you. I brought in uh, the Scouse centre-back duo of Nat <laughs> Phillips of Liverpool and Conor yeah. Cody at Wolves. I mean, yeah, Conor Cody's job. got a very, very favourable yeah, run. And I do sometimes check the um, you know, the top few hundred players in, in the fantasy, and most of them have Conor Cody. So I'm kind of joining the bandwagon there. And yeah. Nat Phillips, you know, he's only 4.1 million. He started four Liverpool's last four games. And he's actually, he's not bad at all. He's he's not a bad centre-half. So um, oh. I can see Liverpool <laughs> maybe keep, keep him, keep him yeah. one, one or two clean sheets in that. And even if he doesn't play. Uh, or, or Yeah, or he's 4.1 million, know, isn't he? So it doesn't really yeah, yeah, yeah. This doesn't matter at all. Like, John yeah. Stones will come off the bench for me. I mean, I just think it's quite risky playing two City centre-backs because I think Pep's going to rotate. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. Sure, so that's why yeah. I've just benched Stones this week because I, I think he's going to play Laporte instead. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I think Nat Phillips is a really good shout. I probably uh, will get him at some point as well just because he allows funds to be spent elsewhere, doesn't it? 4.1 yeah. is so cheap. Uh, he might have yeah. gone up now, is he? Is, is he still 4.1? But... Uh, yeah, I think I, I bought him yesterday and it's 4.1. Oh, okay, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, he's still still yeah, he still is. Yeah, so that's he's a really good enabler, isn't he? Because... Yeah, if he doesn't play, he goes to the bench. It's only four point one million. But if he does play, he plays for Liverpool, and they got some mm. nice fixtures on the horizon. So hopefully, yeah, they'd keep a few exactly. And obviously, so obviously, as you said, I bought those two in, and then they came yeah. in place for the 
Matt, Matt Target and Matt Lauston. I mean, yeah, makes uh, sense. Last yeah. few weeks, they just I should have shipped them ages ago. Yeah, but, yeah, they haven't really done anything. Villa, Villa, this second half of the season have been quite frankly woeful. Partly because Greedish is what he hasn't played in the last eight league games. Uh, they really do rely on him so much. And it's interesting to be fair. I saw um, uh, a stat actually. It was Gre- Grealish has. This is in Europe's top five league. He's first or second or third, pretty much in the top three for every like progressive passing metric yeah, there is. Yeah, dribbles yeah. like he's yeah, unbelievable. See, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. really is a player, isn't he? So if, when you take out your team, you know they're not going to do well, are they? No. Unfortunately, yeah, it's kind of worrying. If I was a Villa fan, I'd be really worried about how reliant they are on him. Yeah, if he leaves in the summer, it's crazy. I don't think he will, but if he does, um, yeah, it wouldn't be. Yeah, good they're thing. in big trouble, aren't they? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've got one million in the bank. Um, nice. To be honest, I'm probably just going to leave my team like this for a while. I, I do quite yeah. like it. Who I are you? Really, I don't, are you captain in? I'm yeah. guessing Kane. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to captain Kane just because of the double game week. You know. Yeah, that's what I'm doing as well. Any benching yeah. dilemmas or? Well, yeah, that's the thing. I'm just going to play Nat Phillips against Leeds, and then yeah. I'm going to bench John Stones against Villa. I mean, that's maybe the only dilemma I have switching yeah. those two. Yeah, that's a bit yeah. risky, isn't it? But like, like you said, Stones probably won't play, so then it doesn't exactly. Make but and you, Man City, they have been not shipping goals recently, but they just haven't been keeping as many clean well, sheets yeah, beforehand. Yeah, it's because it's because they're rotating so much, isn't it? So they're yeah. not like yeah. playing their strongest squad. But at the moment, I've got both Edison and Stones just because mm. uh, Loughton yep. and Target are my Loughton, Target, and Sanchez are my defensive subs, and Sanchez, Brighton v Chelsea don't really want to play him. Loughton's got Man United, Target's got Man City, so I'm going to have to double up with the Man City defenders, unfortunately. Um, it's not a bad double up at all, is it? No, I mean, it's Villa don't really score. Ed- Ed- Edison will play. Yeah. It just depends if Stones plays or not. Yeah, that's the tricky one. That's why I'm benching him, just because I'm not 100% sure he's going to start. You know? Yeah, um, yeah, but I don't. Yeah, if you if you can afford to bench him, that's fine. But yeah, I don't want to put Lauten or Target over him. So yeah, I think do you think I think Nat Phillips is an okay shout against Leeds away. I mean, yeah, it's, it's okay. I think I, I think that, honestly, I think they will concede to Leeds, but it's better. You reckon? Yeah, uh, yeah. I have I have a feeling Leeds might even win it. You know. You think? Really uh, well, on your recommendation. No, no, no! Don't, 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 don't make changes. <laughs> to be honest, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna. I may as well just play Stones anyway because if he doesn't play, Phillips will come on. Yeah, know? I doubt he'll come off the bench. I'll just do yeah. that. Yeah, I'll I, just do that, mate. Yeah, yeah, I think that makes safer, sense because. It? Yeah, I think obviously Leeds are a good team, and also they yeah. uh, they beat City, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course, and they have the week. They had the week off, whereas uh, Liverpool mm. were in Madrid or against Madrid. I don't know where they played it. I yeah, I have a good feeling that. Leeds will beat them and I hope they beat them because I don't like Liverpool. <laughs> I'm, ben- I'm benching Bamford. Yes, uh, I have Bamford on the bench for now at the moment. Yeah. I think I just I'm, uh, I, I might bench Gundogan, you know, because I don't think he'll play and I'll put Bamford up front. That's yeah. exactly my next conundrum, mate. I was going to bring yeah. up Gundogan. Uh, he's just, he's, honestly, he's only playing in the cup competitions at the minute. He's barely been having a kick in the league. So yeah, he, he played the full 90, didn't he, against uh, yeah, Dortmund. So. He got man of the match. Yeah, he, he was mate. That that game was a a really good game, and it was so good. Oh, wasn't it? Yeah. both champions. Well, both games in the Champions League. I watched the Man uh, PSG um, uh, Bayern was an incredible game as well. So yeah, um, yeah. I think I am gonna while we're on the podcast change put Bamford in and Gundogan on the bench just because. Yeah, I don't think he'll play, <laughs> and if even if he does, Villa are quite good defensively, so it's not. I'd rather. 
have a striker in Bamford against yeah. a not so great defense in Liverpool. So yeah, so true. Um, this kind of a little bit off topic too, but I don't know if you if you just look at Man City's fixture fixture schedule, it's actually crazy. In the, the next, I think it's the next three. Oh weeks, yeah, yeah, I know. They've been their run that. of games is a joke. They got two, obviously the both semi-finals uh, legs against PSG. Yeah. Then they got the FA Cup semi-final this weekend against Chelsea. They got the League Cup final against Spurs, and important games in the Premier League when when they're going to probably have to win them to win the league. Honestly, their their next five or six games are. It's going to define their season, which is another reason why I think Gundogan is a rotation heavily. Yeah, yeah, worry. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy as well because I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that Man City have only had one week where they haven't had a uh, midweek game. There's only been, they've Jesus. had one week off. So yeah, they've literally been constantly on it. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. If they win the quadruple, it's probably the greatest team we've ever seen. I reckon so. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree with you. I mean, they've got ten as it stands right now. They have ten remaining fixtures in the season. But if they advance in the semi-finals of the FA Cup and Champions League, then yeah. obviously that'd be twelve. 12 so they can yeah. in the next twelve games, they can win four trophies pretty much yeah, in the next crazy. month and a half. Yeah, yeah it's mental. And I, I honestly, um, yeah. I can see yeah. them doing it. Like, it yeah, so can I. Yeah, so can I? I mean, they're by far the best team in Europe this season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I think if they, I think they'll beat PSG. Just, I think if they, if they, oh, they might even play Fernandinho and Rodri in the pivot. Yeah, to stop wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. it's gonna be one um, hell of a game, and I think they dominate. Oh, yeah, dominate against PSG like uh, PSG got dominated against by Bayern. The only difference is Bayern didn't have their best player Lewandowski. So exactly. Whereas, yeah, they're too promoting, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, Man City don't have any injuries. So. Uh, I, think that, I think they'll beat PSG. Yeah, I really so, think they will. Yeah, and then it wouldn't great, surprise yeah. me if Real Madrid beat Chelsea and then it's a Real Madrid City final. Yeah. Real Madrid, Zidane knows how to... He's won yeah, three he's, times Yeah, already. he just loves Europe, Crazy. doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. So moving on, how did you get on on your five side this week? Uh, well, this week I actually did surprisingly well, to be fair. I got, I got 28 points this week. Last week we got 31. Um, nice. So I had Fern Leno against Sheffield yeah. United at home. Obviously... Sheffield United away sorry they kept a clean sheet six points so that was nice there Mo Salah obviously as I just mentioned got seven points Lookman didn't get any Harry Kane got two against Man United and Ian Acho really did secure the bag with me he got 13 points so it was pretty pretty pleasing to be fair so overall I'm on 59 points in the two weeks what about you how'd you do <laughs> so I scored six points in total <laughs> as for the equator two points no clean sheet class Odegaard didn't play. It's great. Yotta, two points. Yeah, is what it is. Agro didn't play. <laughs> Zero mm. points. And Ings, two points. Oh, so, wow. yeah, nightmare. <laughs> Real nightmare. <laughs> Six points from five players. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, it's but, the way the cookie crumbles, though, really. It you know, really it's is, a gamble. But, like, it's, with Fantasy Fives, obviously, I'm just kind of having fun with it. So I'm taking more risks. Like, I wouldn't. Yeah. Odegaard and Aguero I would never touch in my actual fantasy team but yeah it's just yeah. a bit of fun isn't it so you beat me there again um, yeah how many points do you want all together now then? oh I don't actually have the, it in front of me but it can't be I think I got 14 last week so like okay, 20. 20 then yeah not not yeah. great but you know we move on uh, yeah so. we move uh, we move <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to next week my fantasy five is Shul versus Burnley Traore versus Sheffield United Jota v Leeds Kane versus Everton and Southampton and Ihenacho versus West Bromwich Albion. 
that came to nice. five million. This one has got less, a lot less of punts than my last week. Uh, I, I do like some of those picks, to be fair. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I've kind of gone with a similar theme in terms of all of them just picking, you know, the, the safe players with the easy fixtures. So I've gone for Rui Patricio, going to Sheffield United. Yeah. Sure, really Wolves will keep a clean yeah. sheet there, you know. I can't, couldn't, could not. I've gone Jesse Lingard away at Newcastle. Yeah. But I, I guarantee Fumin gets one point now. But, <laughs> But now that I've selected him, and then I've gone for Hunmin Son away at Everton and Salam Salamton at home, and then Alexandra Lacazette against Fulham. I mean, he's in superb form at the minute, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's, he is. He's yeah. The, I saw actually it's funny saying this. So I, I I was looking at Premier League um, players minutes per goal ratio this season. I think it's like five or more, but minimum of five goals. And Lacazette, I think he's fourth or fifth. I didn't I didn't really know his yeah, I didn't minutes per goal that ratio well, was yeah. that good. Yes, decent, yeah. He's yeah, he's quite, right. yeah, he's quietly having a half-decent season. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, I, he's not, like, running. worth it, really, in terms of fantasy, just because he's quite expensive, isn't he? But Yeah, yeah. He's 8.3 8. million. Yeah. And then my last pick, I've gone for uh, Edinson Cavani at home yeah. to Burnley. Yeah, I like that. So, I like that a lot, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure he'll score there. He scored two games in a row now. He scored against Granada last night. And then that fine goal against Spurs on the weekend. Yeah. He scored two fine goals, so, didn't he? But one got stupidly. Oh everyone. yes, of course. Yeah, well that's a ridiculous. Yeah, so we VAR, won't get into that. I don't want to talk VAR in this podcast. It's not even the thing is, it's not even VAR. It's the people running it. Yeah, it's the yeah, referees. Yeah, yeah. Just, honestly, this whole VAR ever since it's been introduced just shows and proves how bad the refs are in English football. So that concludes this week's podcast. Thank you for listening. We hope you have a good game week, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.